What is up, homies? Welcome back to the Outlook Industries podcast. It's your host, Trevor Johnson, back in the studio, getting another podcast done for you. Today, we have Sam Weens. He came on again, one of our first guests and one of your favorite guests from the views that it got. Um, and we just kind of talk about the, some of the prompts that he's had on Support Your Local Gas Station to get people engaged on his channel and give our in-depth opinions on different topics in the scooter industry. I think it's a very informational episode. If you guys agree or disagree, you can let me know either on my Instagram, Outlook underscore Industries, or in the comment section below if you're listening on YouTube. Um, it would mean the world if you gave this podcast five stars if you're listening on Apple Music and share with a friend if you're on Spotify. That would that would mean a lot. Um, I'm trying to kind of tell the stories of some of your favorite scooter riders. So if there's anybody you'd like to see on the podcast, um, I can try to get them on. You can either tag them in my Instagram or down in the comment section below. It'd be awesome if you let me know. But um, yeah, let's get into this podcast with Sam. Sam, Mr. Sam, back again on Outlook Industries. Welcome, guys. And uh, you guys seem to enjoy Sam on the when he was on the last one. So we decided to do another one again. Yes. Round I two. Round two. Yes, I have sunglasses on inside. It's fine. There. It's my blue light glasses. No. But um, yeah, we're going to just talk about some things. For the most part, though, how how's life been, Sam? It's great. I am extremely excited. It seems like it's kind of one book closing and another opening at this at this stage of the game. Yeah, um, for sure. I transferred to Fort Lewis last year, and I'm definitely going to be riding it out the rest of my college career here. And the fact that you're coming down in mere months from now is extremely exciting. We're going to be living together, and I, I think this is kind of the dawn of a new era in terms of both of our futures, I can see this being, uh, Im impacting us in a pretty, pretty grand scale way, uh, in the next couple of months. So there's some big news because we're, we're looking at getting a place together. So we've been looking at some, Sam's been looking at some places, which has been sick and I'm getting all my things straightened up with going to Fort Lewis. And there's just a lot of big scooter projects coming down the turnpike for us. So Keep your eyes out, guys. There's going to be... Oh, the, the collaboration is going to be next level. It really it, is. It really is. There's going to be some great content coming out of Durango, Colorado here in the next oh, yeah. <laughs> year. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, for sure. Um, we just kind of thought for this episode, we're just going to kind of go over some of the posts that Sam has had on Gas Station and just like the conversation ones and give like a lengthier answer that we both have for these posts. So the one that you did today, literally two hours ago, um, if you could only ride one feature, what would it be and why? Um, for me, and that, that, that seems like one of those at first glance that I might hesitate to find an answer for. Yeah. But I think in reality, that's not really all that difficult for me. Um, no. It's definitely a mellow down rail on a bank because that feature can be utilized for so many different combinations. And like, who would have thought that 
you know, a small metal bar that has a slight decline or in some cases incline if you're going up it can offer so many different trick combinations and possibilities. Um, I'm the kind of person that really likes technical as well as kind of stylistic uh, rail tricks. And so, yeah, I mean, when I think about that, I think about the little down rail in Gunnison, which is my yeah. original local skate park. Um, the amount of tricks I've learned on that thing, uh, I can't even name. I can't even, there's, not, there's no number for the amount of tricks that I've done for the first time on that rail. Um, and so a feature like that definitely is something that it would be tough for me to get bored with. Um, yeah, you could do combos going up into manual or into fakie. You could carve back around, do a combo down the rail. You could do tricks up the rail and back down. You can not as spin the rail. So many different trick combinations. Um, yeah. the sky's the limit as, as high as your imagination can go. Um, so I think that's the, the, feature that I would select would be the mellow down rail with a bank. Yeah. And I totally understand that if only I was good at that feature or I'd ever written one like extensively, it's just kind of like, I'll hit that down rail just like occasionally or up it or whatever, <laughs> but I haven't really like had a full session on a, on just one of those mellow down rails. So yeah, I understand where yeah. you're coming from. It's really easy for me and for probably a lot of people to kind of look at that question and be like, I'm just going to say either like a fly out or a box jump because that's all I find myself riding. But like at the end of the day, when I sit down and think about it a little bit more, I find myself gravitating more towards like a big, like mani pad with like coping on the edges and like probably like six inches tall. So, cause you could do all your ledge combinations on it and you could just do all the manual stuff and there's just like endless possibilities. And it's not like as like a box jump. I feel like there's more limitations as to what you could do on it. Um, as far as I like kind of like techie stuff and not just sending myself. Cause you get to a level on box jumps where it's just like scary. So I, I find just kind of like messing around and little techie stuff, almost more fun. So that would be, that'd be mine. I like your thinking. That's a good yeah. choice. would be like a, just a little mani pad. So yeah. Um, should scootering become an Olympic sport? This is a controversial one. After careful consideration, I am almost completely one-sided on yeah. this answer. And my answer is no, because I just think scootering, like regardless of the maturity of the sport at the moment, and I put, I put the word eventually in there and that's kind of a key word. Like I yeah. did that to imply that if I did it to imply that if scootering were to really sweep the world on a global scale, um, I think that like the, it, it, it still wouldn't be appropriate as an Olympic sport. I don't like, I mean, I appreciate competition. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think many competitions that I watch or have seen attended or even participated in, have, have been judged fairly and it, it, like the, it, it's justified the people that come out on top on the podium. But like you had mentioned something about that being how these, the, the, the kind of um, uh, the, the competitions that have a clear winner, such as a race, like in track and field yeah. is definitely more indicative of 
Olympics. An Olympic, an Olympic event, something that shows a clear superior athlete and, and those that don't quite perform at that, at that capacity. So like, I don't know, scootering is more of an art form to me. I know that sounds cliche as hell. Many people had mentioned that in the yeah. uh, post post. In fact, I think I pinned a comment about how someone said that it should be looked at more as an art form than yeah. a competitive sport. And I agree. However, I'm not going to take away the competition aspect. I think competition no. is fine for scootering. Totally. Yes. It's totally oh, understandable. We need it. For um, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely ups the ante in terms of what's possible on a scooter. People like it, it, people feed off of competition yeah. and they feed off the, the knowledge that they can advance the trick book that's possible in scootering to edge out their competitors. And so I think that's important, but it's just not the appropriate discipline to have an Olympic event. And like, I think the well, only reason why that was in the conversation to begin with is because of the publicity. People only want the publicity that scootering would gain from the Olympics, and then they would throw it out. I guarantee you. Like, they, they, they want it to be recognized on a global scale, and then that's it. They wouldn't want it to, be conti to, to continue to be um, in included or, or shown in, in the Olympics. I just don't think it's cut out for the sport, really. So. Yeah, I totally agree with you, but playing devil's advocate here a little bit, um, I think I'm looking this up right now. I was looking it up and skateboarding is going to be in this next Olympics, which Same is BMX freestyle. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was looking up right now is I have BMX yeah. freestyle pulled up, but yeah. Um, yeah. I think that with those, seeing how those sports will do as Olympic sports, um, we'll really kind of judge and, see if it'd even be optional for scootering to be a part of that i just when it when it comes to judging scooter competitions i just can't see how you can really um judge like a combination rail trick to a double overhead like air trick like it just doesn't make sense like how do you how do you judge, wow, that ledge trick was really hard, but is it harder than Jamie Hull doing a double backflip quad whip? Like, it's just like the send factor and the technical ability. I guess there's ways of saying like how well-rounded you are and those kind of things, but I just can't see it being worth the politics that would come from it. Um, yeah. I just think there'd be a lot of politics involved in that kind of competition, which lots of people, I was looking at my comment that I put on yours because I talked a lot about how I think that scootering is an art form and that it should be looked at as like a creative outlet. Um, just as much as it is like a create, like a, I don't know, like a competition sport. And I think competition is really important, but I don't think you need to be the best, most like, I don't know, biggest throw yourself around rider to be, to have a bunch of publicity. So you just need to think of it more as like an art form and just be creative with it. And I appreciate that a lot, but I can see how you can also get in that people thrive in that competitive environment where they're just like, I'm going to be the best I can possibly be at every trick and just know everything. And like Cody Flom is like the king of that. Like his, he kind of trains like he's always going to be in a, competition and him and 
John and a lot of those other competition riders, that's just how they've grown up is in that competition scene. So I could totally see it being in the Olympics. I just don't know if it'd be the best for our sport. Agree. And I think I wanted to kind of add a little bit more on to what I had mentioned. Yeah, of course. Um, I think, I think something that is sort of like identifiable in scootering is that I think our sport is meant to be underground. I, and then that, that might be a very like hot take type opinion, yeah. but like w- when I think of scootering, I am so glad that I continue to think of kind of, you know, set aside sort of um, non-traditional, like yeah. those are the kind of words that I think of when I yeah. attribute them to, to scootering and to have them be these really common sports, I feel like would make me feel a little bit less special. Not that I need that feeling to, to do something, yeah. but like that, that, that is the quintessential characteristic yeah. that our industry has. I think yeah. that not, not many others can say that they do. Not many other industries have that sort of identity and survive like scootering has. Scootering has lived for almost two decades, more than two decades now. So like yeah. that's a testament to the strength of the industry and also the identity of the industry. So I think that's pretty, um, that's something that I feel like the Olympics could pretty easily take away. Yeah. So, well, it, look at skateboarding because skateboarding kind of was that underground thing that nobody did that nobody really knew about. And it was just like this rebel thing that kids did when they didn't like have something they identified with that was normal, normal. Um, Mm -hmm. but they kind of got all these competitions and now they're in the Olympics and it's, we're, we've almost taken the spot, um, of that kind of like underground scene more like what skateboarding used to be. And that's why a lot of skateboarders don't like scooter riders is we've, they just almost feel attacked, which. Yeah. I think that's, that's actually very uh, valid. Yeah. Yeah. They they feel like we're, we're kind of what they used to be, especially some of the older skaters. Um, and it's just like our industry is getting there. And I don't think we're going to have this vibe that we have right now forever, or maybe mm-hmm. even not for another decade. Um, yeah. It just kind of depends how things go. And social media is really expanding how well known it is. So I don't know how much longer we have in this kind of non-traditional idealism of it i guess yeah, yeah that'll be a huge variable honestly it, it, yep. it really will and like i think i think it's it almost seems to me like the reason that the skateboarding industry kind of loathes the scootering industry in a sense is because i think that they they don't like the fact that their industry has progressed the way it has and i know that may sound kind of weird because popularity yeah. is is through the roof in skateboarding. Like, yeah, everyone and their grandma knows what skateboarding is. Like, that's no. regardless of what year you were born. But like, scootering at, in the current state that it's in is like skateboarding in the sixties and seventies. You know, it's extremely young. It seems innocent, but it's kind of bizarre to the public. And like, I just think that skateboarding kind of misses those days in a sense yeah and they're like oh scooter, scootering has that they're undeserving of that 
they don't they, they don't they, they aren't at the same caliber that skateboarding was at that time yeah we deserve that we deserve that back not you and i, I feel like scootering the, the scootering doesn't take anything personally yeah and so we don't identify as the old skateboarding we identify as simply scootering just yeah. scootering we are our own entity and i don't think anyone's gonna be able to take that away from us so we, i think we just got to stay the course honestly don't yeah. stay humble stay humble stay underground there, there's no need to rush i think scootering is in an, an absolutely adequate position at the moment yeah it's it's amazing how different it's viewed in different parts of the world too because i feel like it's way mm. more well known in like australia and um england and those yep. places yep. than it is here or Mm-hmm. even some of the other major countries like i feel like uh china and places like that don't have as many riders that are like as outspoken as we are oh i think a lot of that has to do with the culture as well yep. it's not just the amount of people that do it yeah for sure <laughs> um but yeah i mean i'm perfectly content with where scootering is sitting at the moment yeah for sure me too um Next, next question. If you could only p- do one trick, what would it be? Oh, sheesh. Yeah, this one sucks. This one so sucks, dude. I will tell you. Yeah, you go first. What I, what I said. Oh, I said, um, bri flip in the comments. Mostly because it's uh, a pretty traditional scooter trick there. It's like exactly because kind of, I feel like it's like our, exclusive to scootering. It's our first like identifiable scooter trick. It's the first exclusive scooter trick that kind of set scootering apart in terms of the trick book from other action sports. Exactly, and it just feels the best on like I I can do it on anything. So it does feel good. I like that one too. Wow, it's just so um, basic. Yeah. Like you definitely don't want to think too hard about this. You know, that's what I thought because like, you can be like, lots of people are like, Oh, I do. If I could only do one trick, I do double backflip or whatever. It's like, well, you're not doing double. Backflip. No, you want it. No, you yeah. want it. No, you want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now I'm only going to do up rail, double backflip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, probably a front side fakie hanger just because that yeah. trick looks looks and feels like magic that is the scooter trick manifestation of true magic like i i I feel like and it sounds cliche you feel like you're floating and and you feel like you're just like it's so bizarre how that trick takes you to a different place than every other scooter trick does it just feels so otherworldly to be in in that perfect lock position on a rail and just know that you're tweaking it as far as you can and dipping it and cuffing the wheel at just the right angle yeah um that trick truly is awesome great for photos feels amazing if you hold it long enough on a long long really kind of um consistent mellow down rail yeah Yep. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to look fantastic that. trick. <laughs> that that's that's a trick everyone should learn, and for some reason people aren't learning. So. I I uh-huh. just suck at front boards, so 
I've been bodied a couple. Yeah, of and it's, it's almost it's almost it's almost completely displaced from a front board. It feels a little bit different from a front board. Yeah. So you don't you don't have to have kind of the you don't it, it's not front board necessary really in yeah. my opinion. I mean, True. it'd be nice and it helps a little bit of the balance, but not overly. So. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to open this question up a little bit more, and instead of just one trick, one like mm-hmm. type of trick. One type of trick. Like in the things in, in the idea of like um rewinds uh overheads uh oh kind of one category of category classification. Uh, yeah yep that's what i'm talking about okay oh man mine would i know what mine would be for sure mine would definitely okay. be grab tricks like t-bar I, I, I like i like that too and i was thinking about something else as well downside tricks are sick yeah yes i love downside tricks i do too like, okay here I'll, I'll i'll give an example of a trick that i feel like would be just so sick to do every try imagine doing downside full whip t-bog front side on an air downside full t-bog t-bog front yeah. side Ooh. Ooh, that would be nice. That, that would just feel so cool, dude. You have absolute control of the scooter, but you also kind of it's just it it, it it's flashy without being too over the top. Yeah. Like I would like to do more like north bogs instead of just doing T bogs. I think those look oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, no, for but, sure, definitely. But yeah, over I a hip or like a spine. Yeah, grab tricks are just they just look so good. So that's where my, oh, yeah. Mine is. And they feel great if you can hold them for a while. Like if you yeah. do a T bog air backside and you hold it to the last second. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't the, if it wasn't grab tricks, it'd be overheads for me. I just think my overheads feel so magical. And I'm not talking yeah. like crazy overheads. I'm talking like, yeah, simple, the basic ones. Yeah. The basic, the basic ones. Bri- bri- whip, bri- regular bri, bri whip, buttercup, whip front, Inward. back scoot inward oh my yeah. god back scoots feel i was trying this one yesterday it's called a p flip have you heard of it yeah i think so i believe so maybe Where it's like it's like you grab like your down tube of your bars and then you like twirl it around it's whack dude i saw somebody okay. else do it. i was like i had to i had to try it but 360 yeah, wow. 360 back scoots look amazing i need to do that you know like, what else Dejan, you do? i also i, I also want to do downside back scoot to fake yep yeah i think that would i think i think i'd get that like I, i'd get that quicker i think but yeah yeah two two equally cool looking and cool feeling tricks well i think the segues into um what do you think is the gnarliest trick ever done kind of conversation dang <laughs> that's a tough one Ooh, I hate um, there are so many tricks that i forget about i mean wow dude probably i think it's the silly will no the free willy sorry the free willy i think the free willy is just like i think even the other tricks that seem to be more impressive that have been done at our willy land into the airbag yeah don't quite measure up to what the free willy really is yeah um 
I just, I just don't think they're quite the same. That trick's kind of in, 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 in terms of those types of tricks, kind of the body burial, nothing front away from your yeah. scooter type tricks. Like those things, they're all impressive. They're all crazy. But yeah. that one, there was just something about the original that the, sequel, so, that the sequels don't have. <laughs> there's so much just, yeah, like you in the clip in the middle when he's upside down that he has no idea what's going on and doesn't even know if he's grabbing a scooter. Like, <laughs> and he's like full on tucking his shins in. I just think yeah. that that's just so crazy. I never thought I'd ever see someone in the middle of a scooter trick tucking their knees in. That's pretty crazy to me. Completely tucking oh. and not touching their scooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I want to say uh, Clayton's tornado plant on the mega ramp. Ooh. Okay. That I couldn't imagine can plant fronting into a 27 and a half foot quarter. I'm sorry. Definitely the, yeah, that's definitely one of those that's like seems very high risk. Yeah. High reward, high reward, but super high risk. I remember when I saw that, like, the, the, I mean, you can nitpick tricks like that all you want. Yeah. Oh, he hopped once on the can plant. Oh, he planted for too long. I, I wish that he went back in quicker. You can nitpick every little detail about those yeah. tricks. But I read this interview, or maybe it was a podcast with Clayton about that, where it seemed like he kind of like uh, he, he said that that trick was completely like you have to just throw it and there's no real technical aspect involved with it yeah he said that when he did the fronty in it seemed like he was each time he was just not really committing but he said he was throwing the flip as hard as he possibly could each time yeah so the fact that like He's throwing as hard as he can and still didn't over rotate into a 27 and a half foot quarter pipes. Pretty bizarre. Yeah. So, no, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I think that that trick is pretty nuts for sure. Yeah. I think that one's just, just crazy. Just doesn't make any sense. Logical sense to me. Like I never yeah. got to ride that ramp. It's big. Still, <laughs> yeah. I wrote it. It's big. <laughs> okay. Uh, most overrated and underrated scooter trick. Overrated trick. <laughs> it's funny that people like I'll probably get trashed on for saying this, but like a heel whip is overrated. However, yeah. if it's it's not if you do it right. Like yep. it's easier than a tail whip. Don't even at me. It is easier than a tail whip. It takes way less muscle takes way less effort to get it around yeah way less dude i could do way more heel whips like heel whip flat heel whip flat heel whip flat consistently in a row and outlast toe whips tenfold it takes way less effort there's not near as many parts of it it's it's pop front foot slight flick land toe whips hop back foot off front foot flick catch bring it back both feet and that's just like you too much <laughs> you throw yeah i throw yeah both both whips front foot oh and, and you may not and that's the thing people may not think that they do but they do like the last foot to leave your death is the one you kick with and that's the front foot on toe whips for almost everyone oh really i've yet to meet someone that deliberately kicks back foot on a toe whip 
Like you're telling me that you lift your front foot up and only use your back foot to kick it out. You kick I, with your back foot and your front foot's the one that guides it before throwing. Yeah. Yeah. True. Unless I'm doing like, if I'm doing like bar whip, it's very much, Oh no. Like if I'm doing whip bar whip, it's very much my back foot. Well, I feel like maybe on the second whip, yeah. you catch it with your back foot and don't put your front foot on. Yeah. Maybe. And then that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's when you, when you see it, you're like, Oh, it's always back foot. You're like, you're, you're flicking with your back foot, but you really kind of aren't. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of front foot or at it's least a lot of front foot. I mean, same people, with a heel whip. Heel whip same is with very heel much whip. front foot. There's think no about a, think about what a kickless think about what your feet look like when you push a kickless out and don't tell me you did do it back foot come on it's front foot it's front foot. Like, yeah yeah um yeah i just think people don't do heel ups the right way and i think people don't do heel ups enough people rely way too much on toes because it's so safe to catch and yeah, that's that's ridiculous too because i almost feel more comfortable landing heel up than toe up no and i'm definitely natural tail whip i'm natural tail whip i feel comfortable doing both very equally though yeah i so. i have had the hardest time with heel whips mostly because i screwed my ankles up a lot landing really hard really like and heel it, heavy and then yeah dragging and rolling my ankles a lot of it also is foot position yeah and actually people their brain can't like work it out at the start yeah they kind of give up midway through they're like well, just do toe whips, you know? That's what I did. I didn't learn heel until maybe almost a year into scootering. What? Which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, one of those tricks that I think people should perfect way more in scootering. Yep. Um, so I guess maybe it's kind of underrated, but it's also overrated because the way people do it is terrible. I hate seeing a bad heel whip be done. Um, in terms of other tricks that are overrated, truck drivers, um, I think inwards are pretty overrated, probably because of the fact that mine look like absolute dookie nuggets. Yeah, I don't, Sam, you have to be able to do a trick to judge it. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I, I've done that trick, just not well. Um, backflips way overrated. Oh, backflips are so overrated. I airs are underrated yeah. because they feel sick. 540 airs underrated, they feel yep. sick. 540 bog, any grab trick underrated. Yep. Um, inverts, turndowns, tabletops, underrated. I feel like those were way more done back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Now, yeah. like, nobody no one wants to do. No, no one wants to do cool style tricks anymore. People just want to do flashy shit that they barely land. Oh my god! Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, I'd say those are my overrated, underrated, right there. I would say as far as overrated tricks, um, I feel like the, the Woodward, the Woodward tricks are overrated. Nothing front scoots, Kick, backflips, kickless, kickless. <laughs> kickies. Yeah. Kicky, kicky. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, underrated, um, three down whips. Not enough people do three down whips. I think. Oh, underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> no, they're underrated. Um, yeah. Uh, same with. Um, 
360 bry flips, dude. Not nobody does 360 bry flips anymore. No, I don't my know friend why. Tanner, my friend Tanner just learned those and he's super hyped on them. And I'm like, yes, dude. That, Rotations with overheads is so such a sick concept. I know. And they feel so much better than doing them straight. Exactly. When I they see somebody way like easier. fry buttercup straight, I'm like, that couldn't have felt good. Yeah, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> like there's no feeling in the world like doing like a 360 buttercup and catching it <laughs> dude that was probably one of the most glorious tricks i've ever done yeah. it just felt it just felt amazing to do that yeah if you haven't seen sam's video part in ao go watch it right now it's yeah it's amazing. got one of them in it and it's pretty pretty satisfying in my opinion so, yeah it is very yeah. satisfying appreciate it we just hit 10k views on that thinger Nice. Yeah. yeah um heel fingers oh i should have said that that trick nobody does it hell. it's so board cool slide, board slide up rail to heel thing people do it all the time as like they'll do finger kickless and they'll do heel finger to kickless yeah and i'm like what but they don't waste? just do waste. Heel finger <laughs> what yeah. a waste yeah i know yep. Cause it looks so good. If you can do like heel finger and then like back foot catch. Oh my gosh. Or like a heel finger to bar. I could just, or, or oh. heel finger front side air. Like Cody did in his Ole run. That was insane. Yep. And, and his best, and his best line. Shout out that Jared was... Allison, by the way. Yeah. Um, Jared yeah. on it, but I'm trying to think of other overrated and underrated tricks. Um, Oh, an underrated trick is a nose manny. Those things are nutty. Oh, yeah. And fakey nose mannies, underrated. Mannies in general, I feel, are underrated. Mm -mm -mm. Mannies are pretty underrated if you do them right. If you do no, them because, they're underrated. No, they're underrated because people don't ever take the right amount of time to learn them. Yeah, exactly. They, they either don't do them or they do them with break and only for like a small portion of time. That's yeah. how I feel about rails too. I feel like there's a lot when, of people who are very, they just skip actually learning. They're like incompetent on them, dude. Yeah. The amount like Cody Flom is the first person that will tell you this fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals. That is yeah. the key to establishing yourself as a well-rounded scooter rider. dude. Yep. Those kids that learn backflips one month into scootering and can't cruise in fakey to save their life. Yeah, no. That is unacceptable. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I'd say those are some pretty solid. There's plenty of kids who can issues. who can backflip but can't tail it flat, and it's just painful. Yep. It is. It's really discouraging, honestly. <laughs> it's cool for like ten minutes until they're backflipping out of everything, and you're like, "Oh, do, can they do anything else?" No. Yeah. Yeah. No, they can't. Yeah. Yep. Um. Underrated. Underrated rider. That that I think of when I think of this is uh, Tristan Anderman. I feel like Tristan. Oh, dude's got probably the best air tricks of anyone. Best tight no handers and scootering, hands down. I don't think that's funny. Best yeah. no handers, hands hands down. Even though his hands are up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody um, does. Nobody does bar tucks like Tristan Anderman does. Yeah, he's got great. Um, what are they called? Oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. Benihana's great Benihana's yes. um, really good flare tucks, really good lip tricks, really good transfer tricks. Bowl to bowl. Oh yeah. He rides both yeah, really well. That, yeah. That, that is a good, that is someone 
that's someone that we got to get on that you got to get on the uh yeah for sure for sure get on the potty (laughs) let's go the the, the the potty potty the potty potty (laughs) (laughs) sam stop Uh, it might stick if you keep saying it (laughs) uh all right uh what's the most stereotypical scootering phrase does it for tsa agent (laughs) my comment trevor's comment (laughs) glorious if i had a nickel for every time i've heard that going through security like if if i had a nickel for every time i went through an airport with my scooter I'd have two nickels, but that's, <laughs> that's enough. I mean, <laughs> I think that's just like the most iconic, you know, you're a scooter rider when, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't like the very stereotypical ones. Are you sponsored? Can you backflip? Do a tail whip? Uh, there's, there's room. There's scooter ground. gang. There's like, ground for do a backflip though. Cause that is, everybody that hates you <laughs> will say that <laughs> or kids that only think inverted tricks are praiseable in scootering <laughs> like, yeah am i riding in a comp no backflips aren't everything <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> perfect backflips Flips when comps as yeah. sad as it is they as do, sad as man. it is you don't do a tail up in your run, but you do a 540 flare. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a little more technical. Um, if you do a, if you do a backy fly out on the top of a box in your run and then someone else, their run is next and they do a double whip over the same box and go tranny to tranny, their trick should score higher. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that double whip is definitely more technical because at first when you're learning backies, they're, they're kind of weird, but. Yeah, yeah, I got him like as a try, <laughs> like ninety nine percent success rate already. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's that's probably good for that question. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm looking uh, down a little bit. What does scootering need right now? <laughs> a lot of things to, to be humbled. Absolutely. True. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing on my list is to be humbled to just completely eradicate the ego from inside this community. It is sickening that people think that they already are on top of the world as a scooter rider. We don't even want that. And people think that they have it already. Like, I just think that that's, that's pretty sad, honestly. Um, I just think people need to take it down a notch and appreciate what scootering provides for you rather than, what like what you can get out of others in the industry don't be seeking sponsorships don't be trying to win games of scoot to say you're the best rider don't be (laughs) trying you know don't 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 be trying to be the best rider in your friend group don't don't do it because you think it's now becoming trendy do it because you love to ride your damn scooter why is that any harder for people to think about you know oh the amount of kids who think they're they're really cool because they either placed in a comp or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, no. understand that there are a handful of people in this entire sport that can say they live off of scootering. Yeah. And that, I mean, that shouldn't even be your goal. If you started scootering no. to, to earn a living from it, you're going to quit. I guarantee you. Well, yeah, you're going to get to a point where you realize that that's not, that's not how it works. 
Yeah, and, and you're gonna and you're gonna lose you're gonna lose passion regardless. No. That's true. Unless unless you have another passion for videography or making YouTube content or whatever, you it's not just gonna be like I'm gonna scooter and post my 45 second yeah, and you, once a week. There's there's <laughs> like yeah, without without sponsorship or product endorsement currently in the industry, it's not nearly big enough. I think it won't be big enough for another 10 or so years. Yeah. I've, I've um, never had sponsored. I don't really, honestly, I'm not really looking for one. So you don't need one. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Underrated scooter trick being a backside. I'm sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Backside, I'm sponsored. <laughs> Are you sponsored? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, overrated scooter trick. Sorry. The best overrated scooter trick you can possibly do is a nice, clean backside. I'm sponsored. I, I just, the only thing that irks me occasionally is the fact that I'm 21 years old and I, I can't say I'm pro. It just like when I'm talking to people who aren't in the industry and they're like, why do you still ride a scooter? You're an adult. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like you're, you're at that caliber of a rider and a representative of the industry that I think that you like, you could justifiably say that you're pro level though. You know? Yeah, but that's. I think not... you have the pro skills. I think you have the pro like sort of influence, but that doesn't really mean anything, I guess, unless oh you're paid, oh you get parts, oh you're announced I, officially I, on the pro team. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could even really say I was pro ever because it's just like I would never be just. I'd never be satisfied with like oh like I'm this. Yeah, working for something. You're always working to get better, right? So. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Um, what is uh, what is the most iconic scooter part ever made? Cam Ward district deck. Um, Grenade clamp. That's another good one. <laughs> uh, Lucky SMX fork is up there. Oh, the yeah. Um, yes. Phoenix Re- Phoenix Reven deck is up there. Um, um, Envy stripper bars. Envy shiver bars. Um, oh, probably the actually over the stripper bars, the Reaper bars. They yeah, the Reapers. V one V one Reapers. Thanks, Tanner, um, Tanner Fox for making those yeah. such a big deal. Yeah. Oh, um, Apex Bull bars. Oh my god. Too bad that Jessica Bolin didn't get any royalties from those things. Those are her sig bars. That's why they're called bull bars. It stands for Jessica Bolin. B-O-L-A-N-D. They're her signature bars and no one recognizes them as such. Really? And those are like the bars to have for so long. Essential bars, dude. Everyone that wanted to be Jed Adams, that wanted to be Jesse Bays, that wanted to be Dylan Morrison back in the day, they rode bull bars and they're Jessica Bull and Sig bars. Yep. Apex was just like if you didn't ride Apex, you just weren't it. I mean, I never rode it. Yeah, but yeah, I never did either. Yeah, no, I was I was always envy something or another. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's been good for me, honestly. Yeah, I think I think those are some good choices. Growing sure. up, growing up with envy was was good. I don't think it's. I'm too big for riding their parts now. It feels like unless um, I could do like a deck, but. I feel like I need SCS at this point. So yeah, yeah. I think dude, even dude, a tilt setup or not tilt, sorry, Apex setup with um, 
SCS and one of their five wide box ended decks. Yeah, that deck would be golden. Awesome. Golden. Yeah. That'd be a super sick setup. Yeah. yeah. But shout out to Connor Ansley because he rides one of those and it's so sick. Is it nice? No, dude, it's so nice. Yeah, yeah that thing. And even the color, the colorway is always super good. It's some sort of like smoky dynamic colorway with like black and yellow or like black and gray, black and white, oh, really? black and red. It just yeah. looks so good every time they have a new setup. Yeah. Yeah, those so, are yeah, I think I think those are pretty solid. Yeah. Um go down a little bit. Ooh. Who's the best all-around rider in the world? Tommy. And I Final answer. Next next yeah. question. No, like Tommy and Jesse and Dylan Morrison, probably. Those are my top three. And then I I'd, I'd squeeze Max Peters into that list. He's got the best yep. players in the world, hands down. But like, yeah. Um Morrison. Peters, Juzzy, and my personal biased favorite, Tom Cristiano. Matisse. Matisse. Nairod? Yep. I think Neroid? Neroid? However yeah. you pronounce his name. Kid that did the nuttiest he has, handicap rail combo ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. He has, 50, back lip, hurricane, fakey, fakey double peg, cab flare. Yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense he is yeah, he's got he's got it all his well. trick book is endless yeah he is very well-rounded and he is for how for how much skill he has he's very underrated oh in terms of like followers and yeah, yeah. oh yeah no i think he's got maybe 70k if that yeah yeah like he should be he should be up in 300k up with, up with the big dogs i i was so surprised that that Dude, his his sick deck, or yeah, no, yeah, or his what was it? Welcome to Pro video, yeah. Like it's, I, I was like, people are gonna see this ender and this video is gonna get millions of views. That video has like maybe thirty k views. Still. Yeah, I know. It's not like our Willie's web edit three or people. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Religiously. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait. Oh shit. I mean, shoot. Um, the best trick of all time. I changed my mind. <laughs> what? I, I changed my mind. If you want to put this in like one of those Insta things, I think this will be kind of cool for people. To okay. hear. Um, <laughs> the best trick ever done on a scooter, in my opinion, is hands down Ryan Williams at Calandra Skate Park backflip nose manual. Backside 180 into the little three foot to fakey fronty. Oh, hands down the gnarliest trick I have ever seen on a scooter. I don't think people are going to top that trick for the next 10 years. Oh, that is no way. The, 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 the level of difficulty on that trick is completely unmatched. Like, right. imagine doing a backflip to nose Manny. Imagine perpetual shifting per your body weight to do a back 180 into a three foot really abrupt quarter pipe control that intense speed get ready for a fronty on a really mellow quarter and then ride out smooth literally like i can't even fathom approaching doing that trick it's so so next level yeah no it's well it, the backflip if he did backflip nose manny and just dropped in 
even that alone is it would still be nuts it would still nuts. be crazy yeah because imagine getting into a nose mani from a backflip no mm-hmm. i can't no. i can't even can't even picture that the, Dude, the amount of trust I like you have my in your scooter as well yeah yeah i like i like my teeth and i like my scooter as well <laughs> yeah no kidding because he went like, to dude, the, the amount of force on that force on your forks doing yeah. that holy <laughs> just yeah, like yeah, so. dunk, right onto your front yeah wheel. can't even imagine then, like yeah i can't imagine and it took him ages too it'd be so hard to land and be able to balance yeah can't totally. they do it like consistently to hang five fairly even that's nutty though dude yeah like, because he can any, leg and any inverted rotation to landing on your front wheel or a like, wheel, no, like, no one no one can do like straight up <laughs> yeah i haven't oh, yeah. i haven't figured out flip manis yet just i want to so bad we're doing yeah. that this year yeah we're, we're doing, doing that, that out, out of out of the eight foot yeah out it's totally foot. doable flip, flip manis flip if manis i can make sure. it if i can make it out of the eight foot that is you can do flips out of the eight foot 100 yeah yeah just gotta get used to the flat again yeah I just have um, to not pull like I usually do. That's my problem. I like jump when I do them. I don't like suck up. Oh, yeah. No, it kind of does let the ramp do a little bit of the work for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. will be easier on a bigger ramp. But yeah. Yeah. No, what's the. Uh, what What do we got next? Um, ooh. Oh, I already talked about that one. Uh, I think I think I know what it is. What? What is the most influential video part ever made? The most influential video part ever made. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I feel like the amount of views that WebEdit three got—that's going to make that a very influential video part in the future for a lot of the writers that are starting right now. But for what got us into scootering, I think. Terry Price's mini video definitely did a lot. Um, Paved the way for sure for a, for a huge for a generation lot. of writers. After that, yeah, after that double backflip happened, people were like, oh, this is like serious. So yeah, oh yeah. That's kind of about the time I started scootering anyway. So I was watching those videos a lot. And then um, what is something films? What's his name? Nikkei Films? Yes. All of his videos. Yeah, all of Nikkei's videos. I remember I made this post about that, and um, Sean Williams was like, everything Nikkei Films has ever made. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, Nikkei definitely attributed to a lot of his. Yep. I think our Willy Web Edit 2 is probably up there. Like, people kind of tend to brush that one under the rug after 3 came out. Yeah. 2 is huge. I think another one that people tend to kind of overlook is um, Zach Martin, Wasted Grippers. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that video. That video is really like, that, that video is heavily referenced in scootering still to this day yeah and um yeah i think that one's kind of up there and i think that is this the that's a video part but i think just video in general um anybody that's tried to do any documentary anything Mm -hmm. like ninth and little raven right 
Isn't that what it's oh, called? 19th and Little Raven. 19th and, 19th Little. and Little Raven. That may not be the most influential because the view count is pretty low still. Yeah. But my goodness, is that a representation Good. of scootering? Yeah. If, if, for to anyone, to anyone listening or watching this right now, go watch that video immediately. That yeah. video is absolutely beautiful. It's like probably the closest we're going to get to a scootering movie in a long time. Unless that movie has one, that, 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 huh? Unless, well, unless, yeah, unless, unless, unless we write one or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, like that, that is the most emotional scootering video I've ever watched. Hands down. Yeah. Um, like yeah, it just makes good. you feel something, you know? Yeah. Go, go watch it. And 19th and little Raven on the tilt YouTube channel. Yeah. Tilts, uh, full parts or they're like full length. Oh, Isaac tilt two crazy super yeah, influential yeah isaac's tilt two is really good same with tom k's um tilt two i like his a lot um, um probably that like, coda razor scooter video was great back in the day yeah remember what coda coda razor scooter video yes that was, was that's, pretty, a, pretty that's a yeah that's a crazy video brandon james district scooters back yep. in the day Oh yeah, song, I watched with, with the song "Thug" by Slim Thug in the background. That was on every kid's yeah. MP3 for miles back in 2011. The um, Wazaya's or Day in the Life, not Day in the Life, but his uh, AOS V3 or V2 promo. I don't remember. Oh yeah, okay, with, uh, yeah. Um, El Chapo behind it. That one was so. Yeah. I loved oh, that video right. so much. Oh, another one that I, I mean, may not be the most influential, but just the best scootering videos to me, Blunt Trips. Blunt yes. tours everywhere in the world, Scandinavia, London. They went to like Prague and Russia and South Africa of all places. Yeah, Those videos are completely timeless. And yeah, they are. Amazing filming. Roots Way Production does a fantastic job on those. Yeah. Um, Great spots, great trick selection, great riders, great representation of the scootering community, in my opinion. The new ethic video is insane. Oh. Oh, the, the, all the ethic videos are crazy, dude. Yeah. Tommy and Nick, nuts. The new one, crazy. All of J JD Randry Ambleson's videos are nuts. Yeah. The, um, what is it? Um, oh, my goodness. Six months later. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I think Barzy, my, my good homie Will Barlow's um part in Ethic Six Months Later is so underrated. It's the one where the ender was that flip drop into that Arizona bank thing. Yes. Like off the highway. Off the highway, yeah. yeah. Nuts. That clip is crazy. Yeah. And uh, the co the coalition videos have really oh those are those are ridiculous too and then there's there's currently a competition going on right now called dissidents this is scootering yeah and it's the same it's the same deal but it's kind of in the home areas of where you are and you can kind of just do whatever wherever yeah and and that Australia team is stacked dude they've got like Will Scott Kai Juzzy I think Dylan Morris is like yeah. <laughs> They've got everyone, dude. It's gonna well, be nice. I mean, they all live there, so yeah, yeah. 
Um, Jeez. Oh, I was thinking that maybe we could like talk a little bit about what we're going to try to do when you're here. Yes, let's do it. Is that cool? Because I think we finished up the questions there. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so yeah, like, is there anything that you're, I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound like the host or anything. That's no, go for is it. Is there anything, is there anything that you are looking forward to the most in terms of like content creation or what we're going to experience when we're here? Um, I'm really actually excited just to get more equipment and just have somebody else that's has the same kind of creative outlook on things as, as me. Um, I'm really interested in your screenplay. So I think it'd be really cool to actually start working on that and get um, that started. But even more, I just want to create more content that engages more people into scootering, more even so than just engaging the scooter community, but just getting growing the sport, getting people to see the sport more. And I think we have the opportunity to kind of expand outside of scootering to bring more people in and um, just kind of get our name out there not like our names but like scootering um out there more just to the general public so that totally my, my whole goal for a long time has just been to get the household name of scootering back to like what we do instead of oh like the motorized ones that i hear every day of my life and then you have to and then there's always that awkward interaction where it's like yeah like like bmx or skateboarding but with a scooter instead no, I'm like no, like those razor kick scooters that you buy at Walmart, but like yeah, better. Like one of them, one of them little foldy razor thingies. Yes, yeah, one of those, but like it doesn't fold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those, except it burns a hole in your even, pocketbook. Even at Shields, where we sell them, um, I have some of my managers and stuff. They're like, oh, I thought this was just something that kids buy for like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just like don't touch it again and i'm like well i've always the people always ask me oh when are you going to graduate to skateboarding (laughs) never yeah what do you mean graduate you know why i'm never going to graduate skateboarding because scootering is way more fun well i mean i'll i'll grab a skateboard occasionally and ride it because i think yeah no i'm I'm happy to mess around and and learn new things on on different apparatus but at the end of the day, scootering is more fun to me. Yeah. And so I don't see that there's any reason for me to prove any more, any further why I do it and not the mainstream pop culture sports like people expect. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, because um, if I skateboarded or if I did anything else, I wouldn't have a chance of being anybody there either. So like, yeah, like, oh, sorry, I don't live up to your expectation with a smushy thrasser sweatshirt thrown over me hastily with a bunch of pizza stains on the side and a uh, anarchy tattoo on my ankle and uh, uh, uh ipas yeah exactly 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 <laughs> pbrs addiction to pvr <laughs> yeah but no i dude i think that's sounds like a great plan i'm yeah. it's, i am over the moon. I wish summer was already over so we could get started. I know you don't because yeah. you're working at Woodward and you're going to have an incredible time. Um, yes, hopefully. As long- yes, um, I just creating this studio is going to be tons of fun. Oh yeah, the studio is going to be so sick. Um, building it all up. I have fifty dollars worth of posters lined up in my um, ready to go in my, in my Amazon uh, cart right now. So that should be really cool. Jeez. 
Um, I've got a Breaking Bad one. I've got a Mandalorian one. I've got a um, Walking Dead one. I've got a really cool looking Joker one. Oh um, yeah. And I've got the Django one over there as well. So this this thing is going to be really cool. We're going to look like real professionals. Not only are we going to be look like real professionals, we are going to create like real professionals. Yes. And I'm like really just I'm just really anticipating that happening. I feel the like screenplay creative, as well. The creative industry, like uh, all the content creation, you're not really you're not really like a professional. You just decide one day that you're going to be a professional. Exactly. So, there's exactly. no like so true. There's no like. Oh, now you like have completed this, so you are now a professional. It's like now you just decide yeah. one day that you're a professional. The, there is no thresh, <laughs> there is no threshold in the no. creative, you know, in the in, in the the creative art Space. industry as a whole, yeah. you know. Yep. Um yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh the screenplay as well. If I can get it finished by the time summer is over, which would be a pretty tough task, then great. I'd yeah. love to get it filmed soon after it's completed, cast people for it. Um, just build up my resume with you, dude. Like I just exactly. think that's gonna be that's gonna be the ultimate goal at, at the end of the day and have a ton of fun doing it. Um at the end of the day, I just want podcast. At the end of the day, I just want to create things that I'm I'm proud of. Like, totally. Same with me. There's nothing yeah. nothing more that I would that I could possibly ask for than to feel content and proud of the work that I've created. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think, um, yeah, you, you're going to have the ability to continue growth with um, Outlook. We're both going to collaborate quite a bit on Gas Station. I'm hoping. Yep. I'm hoping you're interested in doing that because um, that, um, dude, it's going to be even better. Like, yeah. We, we, we've been through the, we're, we're, I'm like at the end of the Shrek phase. This is the Shrek two phase now, which is equally as good, if not better than the original for the first yeah. time ever. So like, I'm really excited about that. Um, we'll be doing tons of skits and cool stuff like that. Utilizing yeah. the studio in all, all different aspects. Yeah. Um, Ignacio skate park, probably being able to spend more money on things going out to eat. It's going to be great. So yeah. I'm oh, really excited. I'm excited for Ignacio. That place is going to be so sick. Yeah. Really amazing. Anything that anyone suggests or pops into our mind, I know we're going to have the yep. capability to, to do so. Yep. I'm exactly. Sweet. Well, thank you, Sam, for coming on the podcast again. It's been great. Oh yeah, it has. We had some good conversation this time. I'm glad we could talk more about scootering and hopefully yeah. people dig it. Of course. Where can we follow you? Um, you can locate me at uh sam weens on instagram and snapchat um s-a-m-w-i-e-n-s and support your local gas station on instagram yeah. only the most quality memes the quality the most quality scooter memes on the internet and they're they're only they're only going to get better they are only with trevor's better. with trevor's help so. <laughs> hopefully for sure all right well, thank you again, Sam, for taking some time out to talk to me. And yeah, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, I will be gone out of the country this next week and a half or so. So just expect to see less. I will try to get one or two podcasts out while I'm gone, just scheduled. Um, but depending, everybody's been really busy right now. So it's been hard to try to find some people that are able to come on. But if I do you'll see some then, but if you see less uploads from me, that's why. 
And thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.